0: Welcome to Ranger Pod, the podcast that's transferring the Golden Shield to the Morphing Grid one episode at a time. I'm Greg, and I know absolutely nothing to do with the Power Rangers franchise. But luckily, I got myself two experts with me who know more than me. I mean I think that's being quite generous. Is that so, Quinn? No, speak for yourself, <laughs> Quinn. I'm I'm pretty good. Ah, it's Pete. He's back. He's back with us once again, taking a break from his peace conference stuff in switzerland
1: yeah well you know it's a long lunch break (laughs) i mean it helps that we record these back to back so it
0: sure does we managed to watch episode 35 of the mighty Morphin power rangers and the zoo ranger counterparts
1: well some of us did you never watched the zoo ranger one yeah
0: well that's not my job my job is just to be wowed and amazed with a zoo ranger episode i can't be watching it and not being surprised by your fantastic descriptions
1: it's quinn's descriptions now they're not as fantastic i think you can get away with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks pdc Ooh, sick burn
1: (laughs) so really i think we need to save some time at the front of the show because obviously we're looking at the green candle part two which first aired on a date that i cannot be bothered to look up right now oh well i've got it here
2: it's the 18th of november 1993 that is when it first aired yeah that is when it first aired, and um, written by the same people that were, wrote the last one, Mark Stewart and Gary, good old guys. Directed by Bob, what a fella.
1: But anyway, I think I think we need to cut out some time at the start of this episode. Grax, you're going on too long. Ever since I left, you've been like, oh yeah, I'm back to, I'm just like eating naughty brownies and doing really slow synopses. So. <laughs> That's a load of garbage. In
0: fact, I even struggled to sort it out last week to fit everything in.
1: See, The thing is, I think we need to look at what is a reasonable amount of time for a RangerPod synopsis. So, Quinn, how how long do you think it would take you to summarise this episode?
2: uh, This episode in particular?
0: um, Yeah. 45 seconds? What? All right.
1: So we're going to go with that,
0: then? No, no, I don't believe you can sum it up in 45 seconds. I mean, I know not much happens in this episode, but there's more than 45 seconds worth of content.
1: Well, Quinn reckons he could do it in that time, so we'll have you do it. And, you know, if, if you can't do it, we'll get Quinn to do it. Wait, so I have to try and do it in 45 seconds? Yeah, think of it as an audition piece. You know, now, now that I'm coming back for some of these episodes, it's... We've got to,
0: like, redefine our roles on the podcast, so... I can't believe I'm possibly being kicked out of one of the shows I'm on. All right, all right, fine, fine. All right, I'll try and do it in 45 seconds. Okay. So, on your marks, get set, go. So we're reminded that Tommy's power is being slowly drained away by the burning green candle and we find out that we the only way to save Tommy is to go to the dimension and pick up the candle and Jason volunteers himself to get to the pocket dimension. Um, at this point, they manage to figure out that they, we, Billy creates these two tuning for thingies which opens up a portal to the pocket dimension so they pop up to the tommy point where tommy gets captured open up the portal jason goes through to the pocket dimension in which golda is there greeting him and they gloat and they do a bit of a fight 15 seconds what and then meanwhile on the moon uh got um, uh, rita talks 9, about uh, 8, oh, Seven. no, you know what? no 6, I, can't. 5, I can't i cannot 4, sum it up in... three
1: two one
2: and there's,
0: You're a disgrace, Grax no. That was
2: yeah.
0: Didn't I felt like you didn't even try to do that any quicker. Yeah. Oh, oh really, oh really. I, I tried to get the detail, the flavour in in forty five seconds. It's impossible. I would like to see you, Quinn, do better. <sighs> Alright. Okay. Quinn I I rise to this challenge.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give you the same amount of time to summarise this episode forty five seconds.
2: Three okay. two one go. Zorda reveals that someone must go and get the candle or Tommy loses powers. The Rangers set up a transdimensional portal, which Jason enters and fights Goldar, leaving everyone else to stand around doing nothing. Tommy battles Cyclops, disguised as the Megazord, in his Dragon Zord. Jason is losing to Goldar. Tommy is losing to the Cyclops. Zack goes and gets Jason, leaving the candle behind. The Rangers morph and form the Ultra Zord and defeat Cyclops. Tommy passes his powers to Jason, which they should have done 10 weeks ago. Kimmy misses Tommy. Tommy asks her to the dance. They kiss the end. Wait, I mean, you've still got like six. Five, four. Well, and there's the thing no, chain no, that sorry, you see. Sorry,
1: you've still got like no more than that. You've got another ten seconds left now. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm just gonna
2: go make a cup of tea quickly and just pop back. Five, four. Anyone want anything three, while I'm gone? Two. Shall one, I? No, anyone?
1: Well, well, well done, Quinn. Uh, you just about got it in there.
0: Where's the flavour? Where? Where's the? Where is the emotion? Where's the bit about Balkan skull? Where's about the bit about the fact that Goldar likes to gloat about? The candle and the fact he's stronger than Jason. Where's all that flavour text, Quinn? Well, the Balkan
2: skull stuff was superfluous. The fact yep. that Goldar likes to gloat, we covered in the last episode. That was yep. done. Double. Uh, the emotion and the flavour, I feel like we got in there a little bit by sort of pushing it a bit faster because the episode's quite action packed as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I covered all the points. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else more. What more you want from me? You didn't say when it was morphing time, which happens twice. It does happen twice. You're right. And it's because I didn't have that written down. If I'd had that written down, like, how how much time did I have spare PDT? Was it 10, 15 seconds? It was about 15 seconds, yeah. Okay, so let's insert in the... And it's morphing time at arbitrary amount of time into the episode. That would have taken up two seconds max for both of them. So I still would have had 11 seconds spare. You you really shagged the dog on this one,
0: Grax. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, Well, you're lucky. You're, you're lucky, Quinn, that there isn't actually very much going on in this pitiful <laughs> episode of, of Power Rangers. There's plenty Whoa, going on in this what? episode. No way, no way. Come on. There is one glaring problem with this episode.
1: Did you say this pitiful episode?
0: Yes, I said it. I, wow. This episode was great to begin with. I was excited. I was emotive. I was invested all the way up until the three quarter mark because there's action, there's tension, there, there, there's drama. And then the, the point where Zach goes into follow Jason and I think, okay, great. This is fantastic. This is the big finale because what they're going to do, right, is they're going to grab the candle and escape. But no, no. Zach's like, come on, man. Tommy's in trouble. and He's like, they're Standing around doing nothing, they could have, and, and they just leave. They what the candle was right there. De-
1: Hello and welcome to Ranger Pod, the podcast which is giving its power shield over to the Morphin Grid one episode at a time. I'm PDT, an expert in Power Rangers, and with me is Quinn, also an expert in Power Rangers. Hey Quinn, how you doing? Hi PDT, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, yeah. We're about to talk about a fan classic in Power Rangers.
0: No, you can't. Yeah, I've, I've,
2: I've not, I, I've, I've not spoken to anyone that dislikes this episode. No, no. no. definitely no one that I've spoken to today.
0: Look, no, no, you said wouldn't have them on a podcast. It's fundamentally flawed. You wouldn't four. know.
2: I, I mean, I don't understand why anyone would even contemplate bringing such negativity into a
0: podcast like this.
1: It's practically Shakespeare.
0: I have, I have a bit of chalk and a bit of chalkboard to explain the play-by-play. It's so freaking obvious. Look, okay, it's a, it's a bit hard to explain an audio show with visuals, but bear with me a second. So we got Jason, we got Zach, we got Goldar, we got the candle. All they needed to do was have Jason distract Goldar while Zach goes to the back, grabs a candle, and then the portal would open, and then Jason would go to the portal. Zach would do a hail. Merry pass of the candle, and they could both escape through the portal. Job's are good and
1: So Zack's just going to toss a burning candle around the room.
0: That's
2: dangerous, man.
0: Or or some other way to sidestep and just, just completely avoid Goldar. He couldn't take them both on at the same time with his lumbering armour. I was just so angry at the point because Tommy could have been saved. His powers would have been fine, but no they just didn't yeah but b-
1: mate you know there's liquid nitrogen on the floor don't you alright there's a
0: bit of dry ice you don't want to be tossing a candle into that <sighs> just Tommy just lost his powers unnecessarily and it's like oh no what a real show. well like-
2: I mean you know my feelings on that I don't think this is unnecessary I think they should have passed those Green Ranger powers over to one of the other members of the team weeks ago <laughs> uncle howard (laughs) yeah i my very first note my very first note when i started watching these episodes was
0: if uncle howard was the green ranger this never would have happened no we can all agree upon that uncle howard is the greatest hero that the world has never seen and we all want this but but uncle howard wasn't there we don't know where uncle howard is by the way if anyone knows who the actors of uncle howard do write into the show (laughs) uh twitter.com rangerpod
2: it's an ongoing mystery Okay, I, I, right, I, I do agree with Grax to a certain extent that I think the way that the Rangers played their going into the dimension to get the candle was flawed. Why Jason had to go on his own... I mean, this is something the yeah. Power Rangers do all the time. There's a situation that's going down and one of them will inevitably be responding to it on their own with no backup from the rest of the team for quite the a long is, time the thing is usually usually that's dictated by the Sentai footage that is usually dictated by the footage because this was all on. unmorphed stuff yeah this is completely original unmorphed scripting
1: as it is or well, you've just got Kimberly and Trini standing around going oh I'm really worried about Jason you guys he's been in there too long
2: there's a bit where Jason says to Tommy he's like you're one of us I'm not going to stand back and watch and Trini says he speaks for all of us and then proceeds <laughs> <laughs> to stand back and do nothing like, why it takes two of them to hold those dimension portal machine rod things yeah. three of them are then free to go into the into that yeah. dimension and get the candle yeah like Grax is right two of them could have distracted goldar one of them could have snatched the candle and they could have been out of there quicker than i did the synopsis for this episode exactly hell get alpha five down get him and billy to hold the things and get all the good rangers
1: in
0: there look Get Look, any gonna, th- just get Zordon down to hold the <laughs> panel up and everyone just bombard and bundle Golda. <laughs> There's no way he could take them all on. No yeah, way. just get, get Zordon out of his time warp. And yeah. Do you see my frustration with this? this is like, and the thing is, the <laughs> episode was brilliant beforehand. There was good drama. There was good fighting beforehand. I mean, we got to see more of the monster. We got to see more of the Cyclops in action. And that's great. I feel like as the episode is shown though, we don't,
1: that they, you know, they
0: don't have a chance to get the candle. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to make peace with the fact that this is how the episode plays out. We're just going to have to see, look at the good points. I mean, there must have been some good points to this episode. Well,
2: I think there is. I think we get we get lots of, like, you say, more footage of the Cyclops monster imitating different Zords.
1: Well, we get something that I promised Grax in like episode one. Do you remember what What's... I promised you, Grax?
0: Uh, no, what did you promise I, ma- I made
1: one promise to you about this series. That we would see a Megazord kick.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, we do, actually. It was an amazing. In fact, everything about it was just amazing. The whole fighting scene, and it was actually, uh, yeah, I'll say it. Some of the best Zord fighting I've ever seen throughout the entire series it was more and fighting monsters fighting zords there was tail throwing uh the the bad guys throwing the dragon sword by the tail there was zord kicking there was there was like there zord flying kicks right yeah it was amazing that's the arc
1: of this podcast done so thanks
0: for (laughs) listening over the last 35 episodes uh it's been an amazing journey i have to say (laughs) Um, i'm glad you all got to share that with us (laughs) yep yep (laughs) roll
1: credits Okay, I mean, the only thing that I really don't like about this episode is the Bulk
2: and Skull stuff. Yeah, I they, they're they much more, they're like super
0: extra bullies in this episode.
2: I feel like they're worse than they normally mm.
0: are. Oh, they're worse than they normally are. I mean, for a start, wh- whose idea was it to have them enter the show with monkey noises, like screeching <laughs> like monkeys as they go <laughs> through the bush? Oh dear. You what have no idea was what's to come, Grax. Oh, no, you're joking, really? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. These are like some of the best emotive actors in the entire series, and you get them making monkey noises? Who wrote that in the script? Yes, yeah, st-
1: stick with it for another, what, four well, years?
0: Um, I imagine
2: that both... I can't remember the actors' names now, Pete. You have to Jason
1: Narvey and Paul Schreier.
2: Yeah, I imagine that, they, that that's them. Because they, a lot of the stuff that
0: they do in the episode, they, they make up themselves, right? Well, so you're saying that they're just as good at improvising as I am.
2: They make,
1: a
0: lot, <laughs> they make a lot of stuff up. I don't know how
1: much they were able to make up when it was this important to the plot.
2: Yeah, maybe. But I, the only thing I can think from just how ridiculous that intro is, is that's something that they've thrown together themselves. Probably,
0: I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets along, they see the heroes doing something, and they want to go and investigate. And they do that gag about Bulk being so overweight and unhealthy that he struggles to go up the hill. I mean, that's fine. That's that's funny enough. In fact, I will well, say there's nof- nothing funny about morbid obesity, Grax. So well,
2: yeah, I mean the right. the, cl- <laughs> the, clues in the the clues in the title there. It's morbid obesity.
0: Anyway, I was saying I was getting excited at this point because I thought that this was going to be the point where Bulk and Skull discovers the secret identities of the Power Rangers because they're doing some weird science stuff. (laughs) No, 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 none of that excitement happens. Nothing at all wasted of potential.
2: You've got to wait another season for that. Uh, We need to get moving through this, don't we? Um,
1: I mean, the other thing that... Actually, the more I think about it, the more there's quite a bit that annoyed me about this, but they knew last episode what was going on with the Cyclops monster. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But this episode, they seem to reset it. They're like, Dragon Sword's him, but how? It's like,
2: but no, you, you you figured it out last episode, remember? Yeah, you should have known better. But I'm now going to pull up PDT on exactly what he did to me last episode. And that's say <laughs> that this is one line of dialogue to help explain what's going on to the viewers that haven't watched this one episode after the other, and bear in mind these are small children.
1: No, hang on, no.
2: Um, arguably,
1: you, no. I'm sorry, you can't get away
2: with that. So it's um, just exposition.
1: They... No, because the villains. They... No, shut up, Quinn. The villains. If you're going have to already...
2: excuse, if you're going to excuse, excuse a Quinn, ten minutes worth Quinn, of show Quinn, in, in an episode of Zorro, you need to excuse that one line.
1: No, because the villains have already dealt with that at the start of the episode. Because you've got squats saying, "Oh, they're going to be so confused and all that stuff." <laughs> So by uh, the time we get to the Rangers, that's, that's completely unnecessary and completely just like, unfollows the plot logic.
2: Uh, do we have that?
0: We do. Yes, yeah. yeah. I actually wrote that down in my synopsis, uh, which we never did in the end because Quinn no, did we a better job. But clearly he didn't! <laughs> he missed some important information! <laughs> well, I apologise. Yes! I've
1: still got it! I mean, the other thing I will say is that, it, you know, even if they can't send those other rangers into the dark dimension, maybe there's some kind of energy transfer thing that needs to happen. Yeah, that'll do. Why couldn't they send some of them to go and help Tommy? Because <sighs> they didn't... Oh. Because there isn't the Sentai footage... <laughs> Well, you see, you say that, Quinn. There kind of is. There, there is a little bit. I mean, if they sent a different ranger into face Goldar, yeah. there absolutely, is the footage.
2: They could have absolutely used the footage you're right,
1: So, should we talk about that? Do you want to Let's tell us what happened that. in Ranger?
2: We left off the last episode, part way through episode forty-one of Zoo Ranger, which is the Blaze of Raya. Bandora has broken into the Timeless Room and Burei follows her, uh, follows her in and there is the most epic fight sequence between the two of them
1: that's overselling it slightly it's,
2: for zura ranger it's pretty cool but she does kind of just blast him a few times she does just blast him a few the... times but there's a little he makes contact a few times and he's he's really going for you can kind yeah. of see that he's quite like fighting for his life um albeit Ooh. unsuccessfully so yeah, Bandora snatches the last of the candle and throws Burai out into the real world, which sort of prompts Burai to sort of start dying in the arms of the Zura Rangers before falling unconscious back into the, the dream that we saw at the, the the start of the of these two episodes. Is that the one he goes into that carriage with that mysterious stranger and we suppose that carriage it's with death? The, the coachman is death sort of leading him to the land of the dead. Um, and he sees that the, that small boy that was sat waiting for the next coach to come along. Yeah. Burai res- resolves to find this boy in reality. So when he wakes up... Because
1: that's what you do when you've only got four hours yeah. to live. Go and find a small boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he obviously knows what he wants to do with his last hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's clearly into... Young children. I mean, <laughs> well, they, they all are in georanger. They, are, they yeah. all are. There's not a teenager anywhere in sight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes running around the city a bit and ends up finding the the kid on a swing in the park uh, and starts sort of interrogating him about whether he's been sick recently. Kind of frightening the child. He's like, what the hell are you on about? Like, leave me alone. He's
1: asking him whether he's been ill, rather than whether he's actually been
2: involved. Well, yeah, if he's if he's been yeah ill for any length of time. Um, for some reason I can't quite fathom. Buri reveals himself to the to this kid as the zoo ranger. The boy gets really excited at this, and Buri takes him on a ride on Dragon Caesar on the Dragon Zord. Just oh, stood wow. up, stood up on the head of of Dragon Caesar. Burei is is taking the boy for a ride, and the boy is demanding that Dragon Caesar swing his tail around and strike a pose, and and do all these fancy things. And Buri you can kind of see is kind of like quite uh, yeah. upset that, that that he sort of believes that this that this child's going to die soon. Um, which is which is why I think he's giving him this ride because he sort of he knows that in, in at some point in the future this this child is is likely to come to a nasty end.
0: So it's like one of those um, American charity foundations where. Yeah, it's like, a make-a-wish make a a wish foundation. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> zoo Ranger styling. <laughs>
2: Back in uh, the. I'm not exactly sure exactly what it's meant to be, but the where the sort of Rangers hang out with Bazaar, uh, he's, he's found the Fountaining of Life, which will save Beriah. And apparently it's near the kingdom of God. They need to pray to God to deem themselves worthy to get even close to it. The guardian beasts take their Dino Bucklers from them and send Gosh and Dan off to the the Holy Land to find the yeah, to find yeah. the Fountain of Life, leaving the rest of the Rangers Dino Bucklers back on Earth. Bandora sends in Dorymic to terrorize the city as Dragonzord again, uh, the Dragonzord in battle mode. Sorry, which causes Bureau to call on Dragon Caesar, which is where most of the fight footage for this Part Two episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers has come from. So we're kind of starting to feed in again a bit of the footage that's actually starting to link the episodes together. This is one of the best bits, which is really strange, but now now you've got Dragonzord in battle mode and you've got the Dragonzord battling each other in the city of this city in Japan. Which looks amazing. Which looks absolutely awesome. The (laughs) citizens of Japan track down the Zura Rangers and start publicly stoning them, blaming Um, them for their Zords destroying the city. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like there are crowds of people just throwing rock after rock after rock at the zoo rangers.
0: So finally the citizens of the city are actually doing what they would do in real life and start blaming the zoo rangers? Yeah, they do. Wow. Yep. I love Japan up. for this kind of realism.
2: <laughs> and this yeah, this the episode sort of comes to the end. There's there's some rubble gets knocked off a building and this traps the small boy. Bureau tries to save him and ends up having to sort of ask Dragon Caesar to lift the rubble i drags him out and starts uh, running off to what we find out in the next episode is a hospital. That's episode 2 or episode 41 of Zero Ranger yeah. which makes up part of <sighs> this green candle duo of episodes. There's not a lot in episode 42 of Zero Ranger that really ties in so I'll try and get through this quite quickly. Um, wow. It basically boils down to Dan and Goshi get the the water from the Holy Land after having battled this sort of protective knight that's... Uh, it's a sexy statue. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a statue. Kind of a milf. <laughs> yeah. Did, it t- really? Is it, did I read this right? Is the statue uh, Clotho? Or does she just appear? I wasn't sure. that They beat the statue.
1: Yeah. And then the statue kind of started switching between this sort of milfy goddess woman really? and
2: Clotho, the child. Yeah.
1: It's not clear, it, but they're clearly connected. There's clearly some, some connection
2: between them. She gives them some of the fountain of life to take back to the real world. In the real world, Burai realizes he's got an hour and 15 minutes to live. The small boy in hospital, who he promises to sort of take on a ride of Dragon Caesar again because he's not going to let him die. Uh, you've got more Dragon Caesar fighting the Dora mimic on its own. There's a very homoerotic moment between Burai and Geki where Burai says to Geki, I want to live and make a life with you. And then they both sort of like burst yeah, into tears. I wrote that down. And hug. Yeah. Uh, and I just went and now kiss because it was like <laughs> this, this perfect moment for them just, just to like pull away from each other, look each other in the eyes and then just sort of go in for like a little snog. Uh, okay, that... But the thing, the, th- the thing that annoyed me before that is the fact
1: that Burai leaves the child in the hospital and he does something that I think Geki did at one point he gives the child his power yeah, coin. Yeah, he leaves the power
2: coin with <laughs> the child. So he, now he can't morph. Yeah, he's he can't powerless. morph, and he's like, "This will, this will heal you." It <laughs> no, won't. It, won't. <laughs> it doesn't have those powers. Yeah, I think it's what it's meant to be more of a, you. You can give this back to me once this is all over. Like I promise, you're not going to die. It's one yeah. of those like look. problem
1: is he needs it. He's never needed it more. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> We get down to an hour for Buri to live. There's some more of the actual Goshi and Dam fountain stuff which I sort of covered at the start. Then we get to Buri piloting the Dragon Caesar for the first time, and he's unmorphed he's He asks Dragon Caesar to allow him to to enter him and fight alongside him to try and defeat <laughs> Do. <Dor-minic. laughs> You get Burei unmorphed in the Dragon Caesar with the sort of the the small boy like clutching onto this power coin. While the re- remaining Zo Rangers also unmorphed are fighting Goldar, because they still haven't had their Dino bucklers back yet. You get Dora Mimic mimics the Tyrannosaurus, and they f- and that you get that sort of fight sequence with Dragon Caesar. Mm-hmm. We then get down to the last 15 minutes of Bureau's life. The small boy's dying, the zoo rangers are getting handed to them by the putters in Goldar dragon yep. Caesar's fallen over yeah small boy has somehow transferred his powers to bureau at this point just by kind of wishing it well no he i think he's praying he's isn't praying, he yeah it's he's, he's, wishing okay. praying it's pretty much the same thing some people might
1: say because yeah he he kind of prays and then barai suddenly like starts basically screaming yeah and like he's has this really pain. kind of tortured transformation into
2: the green ranger and then that's also when Jin appears, yeah, Bu- isn't it? Bu- and... Now Burei is morphed. He's able to call on uh, Jin. He then forms the Ultra Zord with uh, the remaining because the, the the red, green, yellow, and pink rangers get their Dino Bucklers back. The Jin sort of bestows them onto the uh, to the remaining rangers. Like Goshi and Dan are still off at the Fountain in Life at this point. So they all morph. No, they still they get they get their Dino Bucklers back as well. Yes, they do get their Dino because Bucklers that, back. That's why. Right. That's when they've already defeated the yeah Guardian. they've de- they've defeated the the Guardian of the Fountain of Life. But they get their their Dino Bucklers back. So you get this awesome sequence where Geki Buai, Boy and May all morphed are in the cockpit of the Ultra Zord, which is the obviously the the final kind of fight sequence at the end of part two. Of the Green Candle. Um, However in Power Rangers. They use other footage from another episode. To have the correct five Rangers in the cockpit. They destroy Dora uh, Mimic. But the clock strikes 2pm. And Burai disappears. He is uh, for all intents and purposes dead. Dan and Goshi come back. They've sort of defeated the statue. They get back with the Fountain of Life. Water which they Give to the uh, small boy in the hospital because, like, if Buurai is now dead, you've so sort of says you've you've missed your chance with Burei, but you can do what he wanted in his dying moments, which was to save the small boy. So go and give him the Fountain of Life water, which they do. What well, she actually says that by doing that, you'll save Burai's soul. You're, yeah, it's always his, yeah, his soul and his legacy or something like that. It's such a weird. I think it's because. Well, I think what she means by soul isn't his spiritual soul, but more he's like abstract. This is what he would have wanted in a kind of way. So it's it's kind of um, mm. his final wishes, like acting like it, in the way that Bureau would want, have wanted to act would sort of keep him alive in some way. Well, of course, what it does mean is that the small child doesn't he, dying, doesn't he doesn't die, see no. him so they're on the beach Burei uh, has returned sort of in his dying moments transfers his powers over to Geki they have a little heart to heart moment Everything, uh, he then disappears and you see him back on the coach with the coachman and he rides past where the small boy was sat uh, and he's no longer there and he sort of has this smile on his face and Geki is then seen on a cliff playing a very soulful tune on the dragon dagger crying the loss of his brother the end Wow,
0: so a lot heftier and a lot more emotional than Power Rangers. I was about to say that carried a lot more weight and and emotion. All two episodes, two of the three episodes, it's like so much more impactful, so much more meaningful in Zoo Ranger than it would have been with Power Rangers. And so uh, it sounded like a much better story, and it sounds like I would have been so much more involved with this. Zoo Ranger stuff.
1: I'm going to be controversial. I don't think it's actually that much better. Oh, it's always been held up as this big thing between Zoo Ranger and Mighty Morphin. That you know, oh, in in Zoo Ranger, Tommy dies. You know, all this stuff. It's not actually that much more emotional, that much more dramatic than what we get in Mighty Morphin. Yeah. It is a bit more because obviously the stakes are higher, but. Yeah, it doesn't.
2: Well, a character actually dies. Yeah, yeah but...
1: but it doesn't deserve this kind of mythic status, you know. I
0: suppose that's true. I mean, no. I, I'm looking at it as a grown up, and I associate death with something more grand than just, oh, I've just lost my powers. I'm a human being again. Oh no! <laughs> but but yeah. you're right. For 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 children and for for people in the 90s who didn't know that this was happening, that this does. Kind of carry some weight in the Power Rangers footage.
1: Well, the interesting thing is that they were going originally to use the costume footage of him passing on his powers on the beach. They were originally going yep. to use that. They were originally going to film Tommy's like departure scene on the beach, mm. and they decided to move it to the command center. Which I'm so glad they did because it's genuinely touching the way Zordon's you know telling him he's a brave fighter and an honorable man, and.
0: Uh, yeah. Regardless of whether
1: you think that's true or not,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just tell him what he wants to hear. He's not going to be a power anymore. Just let him have this moment.
2: Yeah, Zordon always sends off the Rangers with a bang, doesn't yeah. he? He's always very yeah. proud of his team. Well,
1: this this is the first time we're losing one. Well,
0: yeah, here, okay. Yeah, here's true. here's my problem. Here's my problem with it, with them losing one. With quote unquote, I think that everybody's overreacting in terms of what's happening to the Green Ranger. It's not because, the all right, end of the world, is it? It's not. Okay, it's it's not like Tommy's actually going to die and that's the end of it. All he's doing is he's glowing a little bit, feeling a bit queasy, <laughs> and he he's now a human being. And, and everyone's like, oh, we'll never forget you. We'll never forget you, Tommy. He's just... He's just going to the park to practice yeah. kung fu! You'll see him at school tomorrow! Gonna see <laughs> no, you him. won't see him! What? You
1: won't see him at school for another 15 episodes. Oh, are you kidding or so? me?
0: He's just playing. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. That can't be true! That can't be true because what happens at the very end of, of Power Rangers? Tommy, he kisses Kimberly on the lips!
1: Yeah, no, you, know, you know when he says the friendship won't change, it totally I will. Mean, yeah, be, yeah, that changes everything.
0: Kissing people on the lips, wow.
1: But I mean, I want, I want to address the point about the Green Ranger. I mean, the point is that obviously he's a valuable asset to the team when he can be bothered to turn up.
0: Yeah, well actually, it's the most valuable uh... asset. is his golden chest shield and his dagger. Yeah,
2: his valuable asset is the ability to control the Dragonzord. I don't think having Tommy on the team really matters. Well, he's a good fighter, though.
1: Yeah, he is a good fighter.
2: He knows some moves. Yes, yes. He habitually gets defeated by a few putties. And he's meant to be, or he's played up as being, one of the strongest members of the team. Like, as strong as Jason. But he's constantly losing... In
0: fights that the others would normally win yeah. uh, but, but at least Jason uh, but would that win. flying kick he did in the previous episode was so brilliant what what gets
1: me is that in in Ranger it's even worse because the whole idea behind Burai is that Daiju Jin revived Burai in order for him yeah. to complete some kind of mission he never does that oh you know his time runs out and actually he's not really achieved anything you know the Rangers united but they've you know he didn't help them defeat bandora he didn't even help them see off any of their generals or anything he yeah he kind of defeated a few
2: minor monsters that they probably would have beaten anyway or they definitely would have beaten had he just transferred his powers to geki in the first place like, this is my, this is my, I know I keep coming back to it, this is my problem with the Green Ranger storyline in both series, is that the character is, if you can transfer powers as easily as that, the character isn't necessary. They need the power more than they need the character.
1: I do think you're being a bit harsh on the Green Ranger,
2: but I understand where you're coming from. It's... I, I was talking about this on Reddit with someone earlier on. I think we view the Green Ranger through White Ranger spectacles. <laughs> I think there's a lot... I think there's a lot of love for Tommy as no. the Green Ranger. When it's not deserved, I think he becomes the character everyone remembers and loves. No. When he becomes the White Ranger. I and that's what everyone transfers disagree. backwards. Ooh.
1: I completely disagree because I was there, you know... I, was, I mean, I'm sure you were there at the time. I don't know how old you are
2: compared to me. Uh, only a couple of years younger.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I the whole thing with Mighty Morphin is that he he came in, you know... It was always a bit frustrating that you didn't see him for very long, but you kind of didn't
2: care because it was so cool. The green. Well, I think it's sold to you as the Green Ranger always turns up and saves the day. And that is what's happening, but it's for the most ridiculous reasons.
1: Yeah, agreed. But the fact is that the Green Ranger was there. And as a kid at the time, that was all you needed. You know, the guy with the shield turns up and it's really cool when he
2: does. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing that that was a thing. I'm just... I think looking at this having rewatched the series a few times as an adult, I'm now sort of becoming to become quite disillusioned with the character of the Green Ranger.
1: But that's the thing, I don't think that I think that memory is based that sort of impression of the Green Ranger is based on the childhood memory. I don't think it's got anything to do mm. with the whole White Ranger thing. Maybe. Mm. You know, the White the White Ranger's its own thing, but the Green Ranger because because you'd had twenty episodes and didn't just didn't expect that there would be another one coming along. All of a sudden, Tommy comes in and bam! It's yeah, it's so cool. Like, that, I mean, that is pretty that cool. Five episode arc, yeah. Green with evil, introducing him with like the whole powers. Yeah, I as a kid, I loved it. I was yeah, we were all at the time utterly enamoured with the Green Ranger, and it kind of didn't matter that, in many ways, like the anticipation made it better. The fact that he
2: wouldn't turn up till near the end,
1: but like, as an adult, obviously it. Sh- yeah that Tommy's like oh no, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, no I've
2: left oh yeah I mean that's kind of what I'm saying though. Like, I I completely get and I do agree with you about the feeling of watching him as a child and being like waiting for Tommy to turn up and mm. come along and it's the Green Ranger and he's got his shield and he's got his dragon dagger and he's got the dragon sword and yes this is awesome but yeah just now I'm, I've lost I've lost that excitement I once had for him okay should we rush through the end of
0: MMPR uh, green Handle Part Two. Uh, before, just trying we... to think of what else we, we talked about—the transferring of the shield. We talked about Tommy kissing Kimberly at the end, and that—that sh- that should have been better. That... No,
1: I, no. Again, I'm I'm totally. I'm, I was almost welling up when I watched this. The scene with Zordon, and then you transition to the scene with Kimberly, and it's been building for so many weeks. Well, you, you, you say when you're and... weeping.
0: Were well, you weeping as a child, or weeping a couple of days ago when you rewatched this? No. Fair enough. Co- yeah, a couple of days uh, ago. I, I can't agree because I was. So fueled by rage at this point.
1: I was just welling up ever so slightly. I was like, this is so touching the fact that, you know, yes, he's lost his powers, but he gets this happy ending. He gets the girl. <laughs> I
2: bet he gets a happy
0: ending. Oh, hey. Hey. <sighs> Sat
2: <Sack Quinn>. um, <laughs> Okay. I, I see what come you're come- You set me up for that
1: one. I mean, okay, so Kimberly's a bit of a game player. She does the whole, oh, didn't want to make it too easy. Yeah, he's just lost his powers.
0: No, that's fine. That's <laughs> that's fair. That's fair flirting between two lovers. I I think that fits in very well. I would feel the same way as you, PDT. I would feel the same way if they executed the fact that they couldn't get the candle better. If they wrote it better. If they were something like, um, they tried their hardest. There was a real struggle, but then suddenly the candle went out or it was just too late i mean the fact that they just left and without trying they leave it to go and help tommy i,
2: I think jason does put up a good fight against Goldar. yeah he's never absolutely. gonna win his own i don't think and then they do leave to, to try and save tommy in the battle that he's having with cyclops on his own
0: so th- there's some commendability I, I, there i just wanted to see them try their hardest and f- for some reasons beyond their control yeah. fail this was not beyond their control. They could have done something about yes, it. Yes, it was. And I, I'm sticking with that point. If, But I, I can see where people's weeping eyes come into this whole thing. It, it, but I just I just don't feel it. I feel anger.
1: Well, you, you've got no love in your heart cracks. That's the thing. I mean, look, here's, here's, here's the thing, guys. I wasn't going to mention this, but I went away from Ranger Pod and pretty much to the day, I immediately got myself a girlfriend. So... I'm just saying, like there's hope for you guys if you just
0: stop, <laughs> stop watching Power Rangers. You can't, you know. You might. You can't tell me what to do. This is a mission. We're gonna finish this until the end of the series.
1: Well, you're gonna die alone. That's all I'm saying. Oh,
0: you know. But I would have completed my mission. <laughs> <laughs> just like Barai. Yeah, unlike Barai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well
1: Well, on- onwards, lonely warriors.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, did you notice anything different about Zordon in this episode? I didn't. I thought he looked exactly the same and sounded exactly the same. Well, he may have looked exactly the same. He might have sounded very similar. Uh, but it's a different voice actor for the first time in 34 episodes. or thir- Yeah, 34 episodes. Is it? The entire episode is a different actor. Uh, and it is, for the, until the end of Zordon's run on the show. Yep. David Fielding... Uh, who is the face of Zordon and who provided the voice up until this point is replaced by Bob Manahan who just replaces the voice. They keep the same face because it's the same sort of stock footage of the face in the tube anyway just with very badly dubbed (laughs) if at all voice acting. (laughs) I will say this is, we
1: say that you know this obviously wasn't Tommy's final appearance on the show. This is at the time this was filmed as his final sort of you know proper
2: appearance they were writing him out at this point weren't they
1: yeah they were writing him off to send him off to do Cybertron the VR Troopers pilot (sighs) it was going to be a show led by Jason David Frank as it should be yeah well I mean he comes back to Power Mm. Rangers and it becomes a show led by Jason David
2: Frank yeah it's Tommy Oliver and the Power Rangers
0: Yeah,
1: this is them writing him out. You know, at this point, they're not thinking we're going to get picked up for another 20 episodes. We're going to have to
0: bring the Green Ranger back. But that's one glaring problem with this idea. If this is the point where Tommy is supposed to be written out and never seen again. Why is he asking Kimberly, one of the major characters, out on a date and forming a, a, a relationship with one of the major characters... Does that mean he, they were just thinking he'd always be in the background and Kimberly just mentions Tommy in passing just to remind his daughter? That doesn't make any sense! Why did they do that? No. Because
1: there's only five episodes before the end. It's kind of plausible deniability that, you know, maybe he just took a break, maybe he wasn't around, okay. you know, for a bit at that time. <sighs> I think the idea is that, you know, there are, I think the fans have sort of reconciled it. They're a bit on and off again by this point because Tommy is... You know Tommy's still smarting over the whole Green Ranger thing. Mm. So yeah, he's not going to be around. Like he probably can't bear to be around them a lot of the time. Mm, okay. And because it is only like 5 episodes from the finale, it's kind of okay.
0: Well, it's not okay by my books. They they should have just written him out completely and <laughs> say you'll never see me again. Well, it's just as well they didn't really, yeah, isn't it's it? It's quite handy. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think? What what would you give this episode of Power Rangers? Uh I think this is marginally better than part
2: one, only because there's a little bit more action. I know there's all the problems with the going to get the candle and stuff. No, but there's not at least there's Let's not indulge graps well, on this. I no, I I do tend to agree a little bit. It's they've changed again, they've changed something from the Zero Ranger footage that they didn't need to they could i mean not that they could have used the range ranger footage but they could have kept something more of it than they did they could have at least sent off billy and zach so we got like the awesome ultra zord fight footage with the final four rangers towards the end but we don't that all gets changed but regardless you get like a nice fight between jason and goldar that's cool before zach come and whisks him away and then the rest of it's pretty solid Power Rangers. I mean, like, they're all morphed up. They're in their Zords. They're fighting. There's battles. Uh, and then we get the, the end scene with Tommy sort of finally losing his powers and having to hand them over to Jason, which I don't think I've, I'm as sort of emotionally attached to that scene in the, in the same way that PDT is. But it's a it's a nice scene. and they And the actors do their kind of best with it, I think. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go... Uh, f- I'm going to go 5 out of 6 with this one just because it was ever so slightly better than last week I feel like maybe it was ever so slightly worse
1: oh dear you know I love the ending I think it's a brilliant ending it does have problems with it the Balkan Skull thing is arguably a lot more tedious than the oh, previous week. I about that yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know there's a lot of things like I don't know though is the Green Ranger making his last stand I'm Uh,
0: I'm going to go for a five, just out of, yeah,
1: sheer bullishness.
0: Starting this episode from part one and going into this, I was so excited, I was thinking... I'm so excited to see the obvious conclusion, which is going to be they get the candle. It's got to be a happy ending. I was riding high in exhilaration. Everything was going together really nicely. You got a bit of drama. One last stand, Tommy fighting against the uh, Cyclops is great. And then and then Zach comes in and pulls Jason away. And then it's this point where it was a punch to my gut. It was so painful how much it angered me how they should have got the candle and and everything just fell apart in terms of my involvement my attachment to the storyline because it shouldn't have happened this way either there should have been a happy ending where they got the candle or they should have written something where you can clearly see that jason has failed and it would have had more gravitas and then from that point i didn't care i didn't care about the the great f- explosion at the end because of the Ultra sword. I didn't care about the emotional transferring of power from Tommy to Jason. I didn't even care about Tommy finally getting Kimberly at the end. I just by that point I checked out and I don't hate this episode entirely so it's not the bottom of the bottom but I'm giving this 3 out of 6 power coins. It just, it, it had me high and then it just failed for me at the end. Get over it mate. Never. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a little unfair. But what are you going to do? We're going to ask people on social media. That's what we're going to do, guys and girls, and everything in between. Uh, before, hang on, wait, wait. Before we
2: do that, can I just? I would just want to ask PDT a question.
0: Yeah. Which do you prefer, Green
2: Candle or the Three Zero Range episodes? Um, Ooh, that's a good question.
1: They've both got a very different tone. I mean, obviously, the Green Candle has a more upbeat ending. Um, yeah. Oh man that's and there's no stupid stuff with Tommy giving his coin to a child. <laughs> um, I don't know I, I they've both got problems they've both got brilliant stuff. I'm just going to have to I'm going to have to say the Power Rangers one. Mm. Maybe not on its own merits but because I still have that nostalgic attachment to it.
2: Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I, fi- I find it really interesting between the two shows that I think arguably Zoo Ranger has taken a two episode plot and stretched it over three episodes. And then Power Rangers took those three episodes and condensed it down to the the bulk of what happens happens in the space of episode two yeah you get a little bit of it in episode one, so it's like it's a really weird sort of juxtaposition between how much time they spend <laughs> on these sort of stories <laughs> and how much was they needed to spend and how much they didn't spend when they could have done and all this kind of stuff but yeah, I think I really enjoyed the Zo Ranger episodes partly because it was the first time I'd seen them, yeah, and it's a little bit more coherent obviously because it's the orig- it's originally scripted uh but I like that MMPR, even though they were officially writing Tommy out. They still kept him alive. They, they like they found mm. some way of keeping him around and not killing him off, which is something they could have quite easily done with Borai. I think, even though he was only given so many hours to live, there could have been a way around that. In fact, there was a way around that. They just didn't get there in time. Even if he had lost his powers,
1: I think the Borai ending is completely right for Zuru Ranger.
2: I think it is right for Zuru Ranger. I think yeah, it wouldn't granted. have been right for the show that Power Rangers is. No. This is true. But there could have been something else, I think. I don't know, I just they, they, I think Power Rangers could have done more of what Zero Ranger did. Mm. And Zero Ranger did too much of what he did. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't yeah.
1: there wasn't enough light at the end of Zero Ranger, I don't think. No. You know, that's the thing. Power Rangers has to lose his powers, but you do then have that sort of that light at the end with him, him and Kimberly, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. Powering just balances it quite well, I think.
0: Cool. So, what do you think? Oh, you... whoa! Well,
1: what's what's going on, guys? I, I, my oh, powers are fading, guys. What?
0: Oh, you you're, oh no! You're never gonna see me again. No, oh. they say this it's not show. So. Oh. No, PDT, we can't let this happen. Quick, let's transfer the power of PDT. Someone needs to grab PDT's power coin.
2: Oh, I I grab PDT's power coin.
0: <gasps> what? And roll a six. <laughs> Oh my god, that means you've got PDT's power shield on your chest. And it doesn't actually look too bad on you. Oh, wow. Oh,
2: thanks. I, I'm not entirely sure about this kind of foam get up. It doesn't look like it's going to protect me from much.
0: Yeah, well, we need to get a few more listeners before we can afford the budget to get something a bit more solid. But that comes with time. Oh, well, I, we need to get people out there sharing and
2: and getting their friends to listen so I can afford a better shield. <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> by all means do share us out we're on twitter twitter.com forward slash rangerpod we're on facebook facebook.com forward slash rangerpod and if you want to get in touch with us with these things as well as email is the at gmail.com so join us again next week where we talk about episode 36 birds of a feather birds of a feather cool until then i've been grax i've been quinn and that was PDT but he's not around anymore (laughs) we'll see you next time he's off kissing Kimberly what